This is the Urban Phoenix Podcast with your host, Arian Horvitz. But first, a word from our sponsor. I'm coming to you today from the small city of 60,000 people, Utica, New York, on the just about the five-year anniversary from when I started my blog here, from when I hit publish on my WordPress site and started a journey that I never expected to have here with the Urban Phoenix that's led to now a, a successful blog, a podcast, uh, talking about urbanism, talking about our upstate New York cities and cities in general. Um, and, you know, I've Utica's been that place that's kind of, you know, I've really connected with because it was the first place really the blog launched and really caught on. And, and the cool thing is, I, I love the, Utica, I love the city, but the people are just fantastic. And I'm sitting across the table here grabbing some coffee with uh, somebody that's become a very good friend of mine. Uh, he and his wife came to my wedding. Uh, and ever since the blog dropped, I knew this guy was a fan of Utica because he reached out to me on Twitter, on social media, and we started talking. And, you know, right away I knew this guy was just a big fan of his city. And I loved his enthusiasm right off the bat, even though the first time I met him was at a Utica Comets game, right, Ken? Yes, it was. And, <laughs> and he was not so happy because they were losing 3 nothing at the time. Um, Ken Smith. Ken Smith is, uh, is, is across the table from me here in Character Coffee, one of my favorite uh, downtown places here in Utica. Ken, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, you're welcome. It's good to be here. Ken, you're, you and your wife, I would say, I mean, you really have your finger on the pulse of this city and the energy in the city. You, you know what's happening here and you know what's going on. But more than anything, you're a fan of Utica. And you're a fan of a city that's for a long time has struggled and is now seeing a lot of, uh, you know, I've, I've documented this endlessly, a lot of revitalization, a lot of new things, a lot of new energy. Talk to me about seeing your city through, as a fan of your city, seeing your city through hard times and seeing what's happening now. Well, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's been, it's kind of a city that continues to evolve. Um, the mayor says it's the best little city in America. And I think... You can definitely find parts of Utica that are great. There's parts that aren't great, but you just have to, you know, look around and ever, and be a part of your surroundings, and you know, be involved. And you can find just things to do every day, things to do all over the city. Um, you know, and there's a there's a, a ton of interest and vibrancy in Utica right now, especially downtown. There's a lot of develop development, construction. Like, you know, everybody's complaining that construction's an inconvenience. But the amount of construction that's going on right now is only going to make Utica a better city. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you talked about something there that, you know, it's, it's a great small city and you have to find those pockets of, of kind of what's going, what's going well, what's working and, and, and what's improving. You know, talk about, you know, you, you're somebody that I know is a big social media guy. You're on Twitter a lot and things like that. We connected on Twitter uh, the first time. That's basically how we met. You know, talk to me about how important social media is in these small places where it may not be so easy to walk down the street and just find something cool to do. You have to kind of be connected in order to do that. Social media, as much as people want to hate it, it has a great impact because it's free. It's free advertising and you can instantly connect with 
you know, something that's going on in your city. Um, you know, there's great, uh, great, great things to follow. Like if you're on social media, like the Made in Utica group, uh, Oneida County has a, a page, the OC New York, you know, Bag Square has their pages. There's just every group in downtown has has something going on. And even you check their thing and they're like, hey, you know, that looked like fun a couple of weeks ago. So I want to see what their next event is because I missed out on it. Um, but you don't want to miss out on things. And there's, you know, you just constantly have to be aware of what's going on. What are your favorite, you know, as you look to the future for Utica, what do you see in the future, um, you know, that you are excited about? I think the continued development in Bag Square is going to be huge. Uh, Bag Square Brewing is, they're just, I think they're a month or so away from what last I heard That's exciting. from actually pouring beer, really which is going to be really exciting to be able to get off the train and get a beer. Yes. Uh, you know, Handshake City and Made in Utica continue to evolve and do new fun things that nobody would have saw coming to downtown, you know, you know five, six years ago. Um, the, uh, you know, the Utica Comets and the UCFC Soccer and, and the projects they're doing and bringing people downtown, the Nexus Center is going to be a huge boost, you know, especially on weekends when there's not something going on. Summer weekends in Utica with events at, you know, the Nexus Center could be huge. Explain the Nexus Center real quick. I mean, it, it's basically, if anybody's ever been out to Buffalo and uh, familiar sort of with their Harbor Center concept where they have two or three rinks, you know, the, the, the rink that the Sabres play in, it's more of a, a micro mini version of what, what they have out there. You know, mm-hmm. the auto already has the restaurant. It's going to have the main rink. It's going to have three more rinks that are going to be used for hockey, soccer, you know, box lacrosse. It, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make Central New York and Utica this hotbed for, for tournament play from, you know, teens and, and kids and youth groups all the way up to, like, adult adult uh you know amateur leagues and stuff so it could be a really exciting time downtown talk about um for me you know one thing i was struck by here is there is a tremendous grassroots effort you know there there is there is some outside money here but for the most part you know what's happening the transformation that's taking over utica is very very much um i don't know i've always kind of referred to it as a we're going to pull ourselves up by your bootstraps there's a determination here at the at the street level at the at the human level right of people that that i think there's a real grit here and, and talk about how that's a little bit different than you know how that's unique here I, I think what happened was we here in utica we got sick and tired of people telling us that there's nothing to do here utica was a garbage city you know utica was the armpit of upstate new york and we you know I say we, but we as in Uticans all over the city decided that to find different ways to pull ourselves up and make things better, whether it be, you know, simply just starting an Instagram page to show off and highlight something that you love about Utica, like food mm-hmm. or, you know, the architecture or, you know, being involved in groups like Made in Utica or, or the, you know, just, just going to events and supporting things by using the hashtags that they put out there. It makes people see that the city's alive. And I tell you, even at night, all the new uplighting and downlighting just makes the city look like it's not asleep every night. I think I think that's awesome, and you know it's the the cool thing about a city this size is, and I say this a lot about Rochester, but you know if you're somebody that likes you know your 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 urban center uh, within ten minutes of literally farm country, you know, uh, and that that diversity with regard to. Um, you know, landscape basically within just a couple minutes drive or, or, or even bike ride for, you know, for me, um, 
you know, talk about how nice that is that you can really have everything you need as far as, you know, uh, an exciting downtown life and maybe some quiet countryside within a few minutes drive. Oh, absolutely. You can, I mean, you're, you hop on Route 12 and 10, 15 minutes north and you're out of the city, you're out of the, you're into the country, you're a stone's throw away at that point, you know, from the Hinkley Lake Reserve, you know, Reservoir, or even a, a 30 minute drive to the Adirondacks. Um, you know, you're sitting right in a centralized area where you can go anywhere. You know, I often talk when we go out to, my sister-in-law lives on Buffalo, how everything's 10, 15 minutes away from Buffalo. Well, you're a half hour, 45 minutes away from pretty much a lot of stuff in Utica. And that's not, I mean, an hour's drive isn't gonna hurt anybody. No. Or, or even you're on, a, you're on a train route. You know, you can hop on the train and you could be in Albany, you could be in Syracuse for the day. You can mm. hop out to Rochester or Buffalo as long as the train's on time and you'd be good. <laughs> No, absolutely. No, it's it's that's. I mean, I got here on train today, and 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 that's a cool thing. I mean, one thing I, I think that you know is we're having this conversation now again about high speed rail across the state. What people don't realize is the important thing isn't going to be high speed. The important thing is going to be better on time consistency. And I think that's only going to help places like Utica that are right. You know, again, the train stops right. You know, in downtown, in Bag Square, uh, you know, an area that's really growing or it's on the verge of becoming, I think, the next kind of really, really cool place in central New York. Um, it's kind of built for urbanity. It's, it's uh, you know, basically small streets and, yeah, and, and great you know, old great old buildings. The, the bones there are just fantastic. But you have the train station right there, this beautiful historic train station. For me, the prettiest train station in upstate yeah, New York. Photographers uh, there no, yeah, exactly. No, no question. Um, you know, the, what people don't realize is it's not the speed that matters. It's, it's the consistency. And the fact is Amtrak is constantly delayed with freight traffic. Building dedicated track, dedicated service will really, really help, uh, I think, Amtrak, uh, you know, deliver uh, to places uh, you know, like like Utica, in a much more reliable way, and and take people from Utica um, elsewhere as well. It, I think it'll add that that element. Ken, um, just one last question: If you were to say, you know, kind of one thing about Utica, about what makes it special and why you love it, what what would it be? Oof. I think Utica just has a character about it. You know, it's we're in character coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Ironic. There is no pun intended there, but um, it's. It's kind of in Utica's name. Utica can. You know, if you're from Utica, you know that you can do just about anything. You know, we've seen a lot. We've been through a lot here in Utica. But we know that ultimately we're going to make the best of what we have and and put our best foot forward and we're going to shine. That's really how we should all be approaching our revitalizations, especially in our smaller cities that have been hit so hard by manufacturing. It's, it's really about kind of having that chip and saying, you know what, we're done uh, with this feeling bad about ourselves. Let's pick ourselves up and create a place where people want to be again. I think that's pretty awesome. Ken, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody.